you don't this, have to prove yourself much at one. all. This is season one. Yeah. So we'll come back in six to ten months. Yep, yep. Have fun. Have fun. With hey, everybody's still a fan, right? <laughs> you guys totally remember still us? Here. With that, welcome everybody to Enter the Credit. You know, I'd appreciate a little more genuine enthusiasm. I know. Seriously, uh, rather than this, like, <laughs> I don't know if I want to be here. <laughs> the only uh, one who wants to be here the most pretends the entire time. Uh, uh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm reflecting the what I'm. The one who's the most excited that this exists, guys. And he's like, I want you to be a part of my. <laughs> That's podcast. how bad we are, <laughs> Chris. I don't know if you guys know the backstory of the critic. He came uh, and visited me and Parker on the same day. <laughs> With his hair slicked back <laughs> and a cane. What? <laughs> and he, he wrapped the cane on our door and stepped inside <laughs> our home. Because you guys say, you guys share a house Would now. you like to be a rich man? <laughs> I'll fund your apartment for another year. <laughs> and I said, if I were a rich man. Oh, God. Is this your thing now? You guys have to sing every damn episode. <laughs> I haven't even introduced us. No, yet. I was gonna. I was actually gonna tie that into like Jurassic Park when John. Uh, I know. Yeah, up. yeah. I oh, saw okay, where good, you were going good, with good. that, and then Parker breaks into the fucking yeah, fiddler because, on the roof because the actor who played John Hammond played fiddle on the roof when he was like yeah he 10 was the fiddler in a high school <laughs> he was the fiddler <laughs> he played it in a high school when how he was do really you know little. This? I'm just guessing. <laughs> I'm sure it's true. <laughs> oh God. All right, fine. I'll Richard Attenborough would be the perfect fiddler, all right? He would he be would the indeed. perfect He fiddler. would indeed. All right, well, if you haven't turned this off yet, we're uh, Enter the Critic. My name is Chris Klump. With me, as always, Macklemore Sharpshooter. <laughs> nice, nice. Good, good. And I'm Pacific Rim. <laughs> nice. I like Parker's that. still, three weeks later, still totally <laughs> in the Pacific Rim. <laughs> Have you guys seen that yet? It's a good thing we didn't do this Gosh. podcast while Scott Pilgrim was in theaters. Oh, because I literally God. saw that like six times. <laughs> yes, yes, you did. If I remember Every correctly, movie review wasn't as good as Scott Pilgrim, though. If I remember correctly, uh, you actually took an incredibly long lunch to come see it with us because we ha- mm-hmm. we could only see it at a certain time. You're like, yeah, I can leave work whenever I feel yeah, like it to go I see left this movie. And then went back. Yep. Um. So great. Glad you're really into. Pacific Rim. <laughs> so anyway, if you haven't figured it out yet, this podcast is about movies, both new and in uh, uh, on and Netflix. New and used, both new and used films. We have new and used films. I mean, both both in theaters and on that's Netflix. That's kind of what Netflix is, really. Yeah, it's it's like movies films. that are like, do people still like this a lot? No. Let's try to put, put on it on Netflix. our streaming. Yep. So. This week, we're talking about the, uh, it's not a new film, but probably none of you have ever heard of it. New-ish to Netflix, because I was waiting for a long time for it to come to Netflix, because I wanted to watch the original. Yes. The 1997 Austrian film, Funny Games. Yes. Uh, but before we get into that, let's get into some trailers here. So mm. we saw trailer for the movie Gravity. Very exciting. Astronauts attempt to return to Earth after debris crashes into their space shuttle. 
leaving them drifting alone in orbit. This film stars Sandra Bullock, George Clooney. And when I when That's I saw it. the trailer, when I <laughs> saw wow, the trailer that is before, it. That is it. yeah, when I saw the trailer, well, they're in, sp- you know, there's yeah. where else they gonna be? There's probably like a disembodied NASA voice. Yeah, and that's, that's it. about it. Eric uh, Michaels. So, so when I first saw this before um, Pacific Rim twice, uh, <laughs> and I think it was actually before maybe Superman or I've, yeah, this trailer, else this I trailer's been uh, making the, the first time I saw it, I was just like. Oh, cool! Like an IMAX movie in space. I like this. And then I saw George Clooney, Sandra Bullock. I'm like, okay, seems interesting. Whatever. Then giant Helvetica letters, Alfonso Curon, and I was like, what? Now I don't, I don't know if that's exactly how you pronounce his name, but that's how I'm pronouncing it. But anyway, uh, he we'll, is we'll the choose. guy from who has directed such great movies as E2, Mama Tambien, uh, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, the best, the best Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Mm-hmm. By agreed, far agreed. The best and his, in my opinion, best work, Children, Children of, Men. of Men. And pr- one of my like top ten movies. Oh, Children yeah, of Men easy. is such a good film. Let's go on a tangent. Ridiculous. If you guys haven't seen Children of Men, you need to see that movie. And if you hate it, which I do know some people that hate it, Re- I probably really? hate you as a person. <laughs> no, 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 no. Whoa, whoa, slow that brain train down. Who... Who? And people that I know. No, no, no I mean, not names, but like, what do they hate about Children of Men? Is it the phenomenal cinematography, the amazing acting, the compelling storyline? Is, is it all the, the argument? Do they usually, hate good movies? The argument usually comes down to like, oh, it just feels like one big chase scene. It's like, yeah, no. an awesome as hell no, 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 chase no. scene at the end of one the long world chase when everything scene, is. A one long awful. chase scene, that's a Walter Hill film. This film is amazing. Yeah, it's, it's a so, really, really so good. good. Movie. It it hits so many sci-fi beats. Um, there are so many parts where I'm like, oh, this is just like uh, there's one scene that for me felt straight out of a video game called Half Life Two, mm-hmm. a little known uh, game. Um, you may have heard of it. You may have heard of it. It's only one of the you know biggest selling games of that year. <laughs> uh but no, th- I mean the, the film's the film's brilliant, and if you haven't seen it, you need to do yourself a favor and see it. And as far as uh, the Prisoner of Azkaban, I hated, hated, hated the Harry Potter films until I saw Prisoner, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give this series a shot <laughs> because, damn, yeah, very, very. And well then done. you didn't like anymore. Until yeah, like the last one. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of them were eh, kind of went all over the place, but the definitely, last one's good. The last um, one's really you know, really hey, good. you know what I, you know, you know what I haven't seen yet. <laughs> I haven't seen the last one yet. Oh well, you need to. You'll um, like but no, I, I, I loved Prisoner of Azkaban, and I was fully prepared after watching the first two. Uh, Christopher Columbus directed the first two, if I remember right. Remember right? After seeing both of those, I was fully prepared to like, you know, my my girlfriend now wife uh, really loves the series, so I'm gonna trudge through it because she's cute. Um, and then we watched Prisoner of Azkaban. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to watch this for entertainment purposes now. <laughs> Very true. So, now, but as far as gravity is concerned, at first, I, I I will say the the beginning of the like the trailer looks beautiful. Yes, uh, especially, especially if you see it in 3D IMAX. Yeah, uh, damn. However, one of my buddies made a joke that this is uh the movie looks like Sandra Bullock screaming for. <laughs> an hour yeah, and a true. half because that's all she does I mean in I'm the... sure they're going to show the most exciting scenes in the trailer yes well someone already uh, uh, that I know came out of the gate saying that this could be problematic because it looks like that uh, 
movie where there are two people stranded out in the surf for the entire oh, movie. Open Water. Yeah, open Water. Open water. However, which, which is a good movie. Open Water's a good movie. I haven't seen it. it it's I, good. I it's liked good. it. But, you know, I, I know some people will have a problem with it. I liked it, I think, because it was an independent film. Yeah. If it would have been a big budget film and they would have put a bunch of extra stuff in there, open, I wouldn't have liked it. Open Water did suffer for me a little bit because someone kept comparing it to the greatest shark movie since Jaws. And I'm like, that's a bold statement. Yeah. I but, mean, it, it is a scarier, like, I, I don't know. I mean, you can argue this point, but like, I, you know, I saw Jaws when I was a kid, so I'm, I, I'm, I was terrified by it. But like, as an adult, if I would have watched Jaws as an adult, and this movie as an adult, this Open Water would have scared me way more yeah. because it's super realistic. Yeah, like sure. I, I like I went snorkeling with Pamela, like when we went to like uh, on a honeymoon or our five year anniversary, and and like you're out there and you're with a group. And then you go explore on your own a little bit, and then you and then you come up and you see that you're like twenty yards from the boat and everybody else. And you're so like, you oh, crap, oh crap, oh crap, back. oh crap, oh crap, oh crap. Yeah, you swim back and it's no big deal. But like, you come out of the water and there's no boat, and you're like, what? What do I do now? I'm in the middle of the ocean. Like, so scary, very scary. As far as as far as this movie, I mean, the special effects look. I mean, just from the trailer alone, look phenomenal. Um. The acting is going to be uh, pretty good. I mean, I like Clooney Sandra Bullock, Bullock and uh, George Clooney look, can do no at. wrong, except Batman. Uh, <laughs> he will never live that down. No, I agree. Yeah, I mean, Sorry. it's pretty self-descriptive, it seems, because it, it looks like it's going to be a thriller mm-hmm. that is completely just based on the idea of gravity and the lack thereof. Right. Um, and, you know, all the crazy terrifying things you can do with that right. in space so it should be interesting i i can't picture it, it being too long no I, I that's the other thing that was like how with the, two actors and a basically a single set piece i don't know it's how gonna you be a stretch four that hour epic yeah <laughs> it'll be it, it'll be this uh generation's uh lawrence of arabia <laughs> no there's definitely no way they're cranking more than an hour and a half out of this puppy um, but that's all you'll need if it's good. But yeah, so which I'm sure it will be. But all right, next movie we saw a trailer for, which I'm excited for. Machete, machete kills. kills. The U.S. government recruits machete. And no, 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 do, 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 do it in a Spanish accent. <clears throat> the U.S. government recruits <laughs> machete to battle his way through the Mexico in order to take down an arms dealer who looks to launch a weapon into space. Okay, a little little muddled there, but you did all right. Uh, <laughs> I did. I tripped over a word. Do you want me to do it one more time? No, no, no. It was good. Okay. I'm going to keep okay. it as it is. Uh, <laughs> way better than I would have done this. Uh, of course, directed by Robert Rodriguez. Um, starring Danny Trejo. Yeah, starring Danny Trejo. Oddly enough, not top build. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know why. that? He's like he's underneath he's Charlie like Sheen. <laughs> I guess they really want to sell the new people in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Like there's Charlie. Sh- like there's really? a lot of people in this film. Charlie Sheen. A lot of people. Michelle Rodriguez uh, is back. Jessica Alba is back, uh, and n- newcomers to this series. There are so many um, like good-looking females in this movie. Well, are they going? Let's to... let's let's face it. Uh, Robert Rodriguez only surrounds himself with, with gorgeous cool. women. Um, Amber Heard, Vanessa Hudgens. Mm-hmm. Isn't she a Disney kid? Is she a Disney yeah, kid? Yeah, uh, she's a yes, Disney kid. Yes. Uh, the, the greatest thing about this movie is that Alexa Vega is yep. in it. 
who was in Robert Rodriguez's Spy Kids movies. Mm -hmm. And she (laughs) is actually playing, apparently, the same character from those movies. Apparently, he is saying that the Machete universe is the same same universe as the Spy Kids (laughs) universe. And she's playing the same character. That's incredible. Yeah. I like that uh, let's see who else is in this. Uh, Mel Gibson. Oh, uh, yeah. And I don't know how I feel about that, but... I feel pretty good about it. I as, don't know. Well, He's as an actor, still kind of an actor jail for me. As an actor, I'm okay with him. Um, Charlie Sheen. Also don't know how I feel about that. No, not not okay with yeah, that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Antonio Banderas. Lady Keep it getting Gaga. Junior. Lady Gaga Lady for some Gaga. reason. And of course... Yeah. And, and why wouldn't he be in this Edward James Olmos? Mm-hmm. Uh, now, granted, the first one had uh, Lindsay Lohan. I don't know if we we were forgetting that, but I wouldn't let you know the. Hey, William Sadler's like, in it. Everybody likes William Sadler. God, there's a lot of people in this yeah, movie that I recognize. <laughs> Holy crap! Um. So yeah, the long the long awaited uh, sequel to Machete. <laughs> Now, if, if if you're on a, if you're unaware of what we're talking about, during the making of Grindhouse, specifically Planet Terror, uh, they decided they were going to make some fake movie trailers to play in between Planet Terror and Death Proof, and there were a large number of entries. A lot of people made you know. So there was one called. Um, uh, uh, Thanksgiving, which was a spoof of Halloween. Um, there was another one that was a spoof of uh, Isa, the She-Wolf of the SS, which is an actual movie um, where it talks about like vampires and werewolves in you know in Nazi Germany. And then they came up with this concept. Oh, Blood Rain. That's in a great. That's in a great movie. Uh, <laughs> Yui Bull. That's like, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Yeah, starring uh, Academy Award winner um, <laughs> nobody. No, 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 no. Oh, no. what's his face is in Blood Rain. I can't remember his name. Oh, ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley's ben Kingsley in, Kingsley Blood. Is in Blood Rain. That's right, he is. I forgot. <laughs> That's so. I just sad. know Meatloaf's in one of them. Gan- I don't know Gandhi, which everyone. one. The the film representation of Gandhi. No, Meatloaf's in, in, in that as well. I, I knew he was in one of them, but in in one of the. Uh, trailers was uh robert rodriguez wanted to come up with the idea of a the the mexican equivalent of a black exploitation film and they came up with this idea of machete starring danny trejo and it was just be funny and and ridiculous well it got such popularity on youtube that people were just like when are you making this it really needs to be made now when they made machete i was super excited because i loved planet terror didn't love Death Proof so much, but Planetary was definitely great. And so I went to the theater, watched it. I loved it. And then the more I thought about it, the more I thought, well, the movie didn't quite do Hit what I wanted it to the, do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was still good, but it wasn't as good as it could be. And I felt the problem was is because they made this fake trailer with no um, thought of how to make it a real movie. And then when they made it a real movie, they thought, well, we have to get every scene from the trailer shoehorned into this film. And they were shoehorned. Yes. Some of them looked awkward being placed in the actual movie. Exactly. They should have just scrapped the actual shots from the trailer 
and and redid some of them or well, just not they did them. redo them, but they did redid them precisely, like shot for shot. Oh, see, I thought they actually just used no. The they redid because they redid all. all like. I, I'm not mistaken. They redid all of them, but they they did it shot for shot. Now some of them work. Uh, some of them are awful. So what what they should have done, like uh, uh, another idea like that, is the um, hobo with a shotgun. Where it was a fake trailer mm-hmm. that somebody made out for the Grindhouse film, uh, I think it was shown up in Canada, um, and then they said, "Hey, why don't we make this into a movie? We'll get Rudger Hauer, and it'll be great." Uh, but that was a, a situation where they said, "We're just going to take the concept of the trailer, and we'll take a few bits that make sense, and the rest of it we're just going to throw out and make our own film." So, but I'm. Really excited for Machete Kills simply because I love, love low budget grindhouse films. Really, I never pegged you for. Really, yeah, really? It doesn't seem mm. like you're. I mean, if you go through my DVD but... collection, you'll see such amazing films as Zombie Honeymoon and Satan's Cheerleaders and Don't Look in the Basement. Yeah, and... you forgot my favorite uh, trailer. From uh, Grindhouse. Which oh, what was, was, that? What uh, was that? Don't, don't, don't was great. <laughs> don't was great. Yeah, I wasn't done. Work as a movie, I, I wasn't but... done listening Grindhouse films. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, Go ahead. Excuse me. Excuse. No, and my absolute favorite Grindhouse film, uh, Death Rides a Horse. Uh, I have actually heard of that one. <laughs> it's really good. It stars Lee Van Cleef. It's great. Cool. Uh, it's a western. Cool. Um, so yeah, I do. I just I love low budge Grindhouse films. So the idea that, again, another low-budget Grindhouse film is coming to, you know, a local theater near me, uh, super excited. So It does look, v- it, it, it probably is going to be more ridiculous than the first one. Oh, it's yeah. probably a good thing. Yeah, I mean, it starts out with, <laughs> with a, uh, a guy shooting down Machete that is, you know, like someone hung him. And instead of, like, falling when he lands, he just lands on his feet and then picks up a phone. <laughs> <laughs> calls the like the president is calling him. Uh, at one point, Sylvia Vergara is uh, wearing a bra which has like guns, guns coming out of yeah. the nipples. Yeah, like, pretty much, pretty much like a real life like adaptation of the Fembots. Yep, from Austin yep, Powers. precisely. Um, um, I mean, come on, Charlie Sheen plays the president. And he turns around and he goes, I'm the president, man, and picks up an AR-15 and he goes, let's kick some ass. <laughs> yeah, this movie is just going to be off the rails. Yeah, so. it should be it should be fun. I'm I, still of the opinion that I would have rather had Thanksgiving made into an oh, movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. So because yeah. the trailer Out of all is, of them, Thanksgiving so was great. Awesome. My favorite part of that is when Michael Bean goes, because Michael Bean plays like the sheriff in that, right. he goes, it's blood. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, that's like and I it's love that. Legit like it captures that like really the really disturbing like slasher fic. Yep. Like yeah. Yep. Yeah, it, it would have it would have been nice to see that come to come to theaters, but nope, we got machete, which I'm I'm fine with. I like I said, I was really excited when I was told they were making a machete film. So this I'm hoping they do the whole trilogy, so we'll get Machete, Machete Kills, and Machete Kills again. Again. <laughs> Although I don't know how they can milk this concept into a third film. <laughs> it's fine. 
Just throw. Hey, Robert Rodriguez has time on his hands. Throw yeah. more boobs and guns into the mix, yeah, and then you'll figure yeah. it out. If he if he can make Shark Boy and Lava Girl, <laughs> he could definitely make a third Just, machete. Film. Yeah, I want. No, here's what I want for sh- Machete Kills again. I want like they're Having hinting not at seen it with Machete this, Kills. They're they're right. they're hinting at it with Machete Kills, but I want a full on <laughs> convergence of the Spy Kids universe and the Machete universe. Like I want villains and Antonio Banderas is like reprising his role and like everything like that. I want it all converging to one point. Be That's really really great. Good. So look forward to that. Look forward to it. Do it. Okay. Keep looking. <laughs> Don't stare away. Be ever vigilant. Keep your eyes in the prize, my friends. All right. Moving on. This week we saw Funny Games. It was so funny. Oh, man. Dude, it was hilarious. Have you seen Funny People with Adam Sandler? That's what we saw. Oh. Wait, what did we see? We saw Funny People. Oh, good. <laughs> good, good, good. No, we saw. That's funny. what I saw. It we saw so funny games. Funny. It was a little depressing, but it Matt, was still why don't you? Uh, why don't you read off that IMDb? Sure. You want me to do this in, a, in an Austrian <laughs> accent? Uh, if you can pull that one off. Maybe I should just translate on the fly. <laughs> there you go. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. Two psychotic young men <laughs> take a mother father and son hostage in their vacation cabin and force them to play sadistic games with one another for their own amusement. This movie stars a whole lot of people you've never heard of. Yep. They are, Ju- they are Austrian. Yeah. They are Austrian. <laughs> However, I do recognize this director. Um, I have not seen the um, the movie he released last year, but he did... A more, yep. Yeah. He he made a more, which I heard is shockingly depressing, <laughs> um, and that's why I didn't see hard, it. Hard to tell that from watching this movie, huh? <laughs> All right, <laughs> this movie was recommended. I'm gonna get out my notebook here. By Parker me. Parker recommended this movie. Um, now I had heard of the 2007 American remake starring Tim Roth. Throw uh, it out! It's and, garbage. And, uh, and Naomi Watts. Um, and a, a buddy of mine who is a big film goer, watched it and complained that it didn't make any sense and he didn't like it. Um, and so when Parker said, hey, we got to see Funny Games, I'm like, no, we don't. And <laughs> I thought like, he meant the 2007 you know American. It's a remake? I didn't know. I had no idea that it was a remake I mean, of the, this Austrian film. To be fair, the remake sounds on paper better. You got Tim Roth. You yep. got Michael Pitt, who I is the creepiest, scariest yep. dude ever. Yep. Yep. And the other guy, I forget his name, but he's also equally scary. And Naomi Watts, you're like, this seems awesome. And, nope. But, no. I mean, <laughs> and isn't it like a pretty? Isn't it pretty faithful? Well, it's the same director. He directed both. Oh. Yeah. So it's straight up. So just, what? Ha- okay. It's just that he wanted to make an American. What, what one. happened? What, what got lost wanted, in translation? I think it's just because it was too big. It was big names, and it was harder for it him. It was to too direct. clean. It was harder for him to direct it the same way. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, a lot of the same stuff happens in the in the remake. Yeah, like like all the same weird stuff happens, but it just doesn't. It just falls flatter. But that could be because it's less or it's less independent looking. Like this That's seems true. independent. This this so you kind of give it a little bit. Right. This, this does not look like a film that was made in 1997. No, I would no. pick this for like. Late there's, 80s. A, yeah. there, there's a reason I mistakenly said 1994 earlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, when I first saw it, I thought 
I thought it was much older. Yeah. And then when I went and looked it up, I was like, what? Oh, wow. Now, I, I, I took some notes here. The beginning opens up <laughs> with this operatic drive, <laughs> which is very reminiscent of an so Icelandic police procedural film that I had seen last year called Jar City. And so I'm instantly like really into it. I'm like, oh, in, in the beginning of Jar City, it's the same thing where you see a car driving along this road, and mm-hmm. it's this operatic soundtrack. And, and, and the then, cool thing is that it's, the, it's, it's, incorporated. it's like actually incorporated. The, the family, the husband and wife, are playing a game where they put in a CD, and they go to a track, and the other one has to guess who the composer is yes. or who's singing the opera. So like they're actually like playing this game, and you're like, even though you know us uncultured idiots didn't realize like who they're talking about at the time, nope. but it, you still get the gist of what they're doing. And so it, it's kind of cool whenever a mo- whenever a movie I, I think incorporates the soundtrack like that. I think is kind of always fun, you know. Um, and then out of out of <laughs> fucking nowhere, when they show just... this establishing shot yep. of the family dead on, yep. you see the three of them: husband, wife, little kid. All looking happy, and then just like the 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 vilest garage, naked naked city. Yep. Is it naked, naked city? city? I thought it was naked John city. John Dorn and Mike Patton. If you <laughs> oh, know who God. either of those two people are in conjunction, you know it is some of the most oh, discordant, jarring, most ridiculous crap you've ever heard. John John Zorn wailing on a oh, high pitched so saxophone. Like, yeah! <laughs> and just like ridiculous I might, grinding I might. guitars, and then and then Mike Patton going. It's it's nuts, and yeah, I, it's, I that's, it's the so second hilarious. I heard him, like, hey, that's some naked city shit right there. <laughs> yeah. um, so and, awesome. and it comes up like, <laughs> I was it's, like this movie's for real. It's almost <laughs> the same jarring thing that happens in the beginning of Cabin in the Woods. Yes, except right. more so because yes. it's totally out of nowhere, and they don't cut. And right they up. don't pause. Yeah. Like the, like the family's like still they, talking they play like to the, each the other. The whole two-minute song. Yeah. yeah, and the family's and still, still just, just talking driving. to each other. Mm-hmm. So that <laughs> that happens. That sets um, the tone. That that's the first like thirty seconds of the film. So you know, you're. I was like, I sat down. I I think I just wrote like, oh no, I'm in for a ride. <laughs> yeah. The, this movie is like. Naked City is like the perfect soundtrack. For yes, this it movie. is. Yeah, because it is. Which out oddly to enough, hurt you. that is the only soundtrack. It, it that is, is that opera piece, and then is Naked City in the beginning, yep. and Naked City. And the rest is silence, which is really good at setting the tone. Yep. This film was obviously done on a shoestring budget, yep. and the director and the cinematographer make some very smart choices. In this film, to film it on a budget, but not make it look like it's filmed on a budget. Almost all of the violence yep. happens off screen. Correct. One and one moment happens on screen. That's one it. and and that and that was there. We have we have X amount of money for special effects. Right. We're putting Let's it in that one. one. Well, scene. and it, it and it happens to not any of the the good characters. It doesn't right. Right. Are we thinking, right. We're right. thinking of the same right. thing. Yeah, it yeah, does yeah. not happen to the good characters, which I. You know, getting into the philosophy of this movie, which there's a, for what it is, when you come out of it, it just seems like almost like a torture porn ish movie, just in right, the tone. Right. And you're just like, well, that just seemed like a n- bunch of nihilistic nonsense of right. like life's empty and yeah. you know everyone, right. it, everything's horrible, blah blah blah. Yeah, you almost want to think it's like hostile by like right. Eli Roth or something. Only or without something. any of the actual gore. Right. Right. right, right. Um, Zero gore. But. The more that you think about it, there's a lot of things that are done in this movie that are very purposeful. Mm-hmm. One of them is right. that there is, despite being a quote-unquote violent movie, mm-hmm. there's no actual 
violence done to the characters it's that almost, you see. Yeah, it's all off screen, and then you are hearing the results. You're hearing people yeah. screaming, yeah. and you hear, like, you know, the... the, the uh, I mean, uh, it has one of the most realistic moments of, of, of like, a shocking murder. Right. Like, and, and aftermath. Like, it, yeah. that I'd never seen before. This, right. And yet, yeah. and yet, it didn't happen on screen at all. Like, it all happened yeah. off screen, and you just see this aftermath, and it's, like, shockingly realistic. Like, the people's reactions to mm-hmm. it. The amount of time that it's given. Yeah. That see, is that one of the scene, biggest slowdowns. That, that yeah, in, in the middle of this, in the middle of the film, it slows way down, where yeah. I actually, I had to pause, something happened where I had to pause the movie real quick to get up. <laughs> And then I, I unpause it, and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with yeah, my PlayStation? Exactly. Yeah. And it's I kept, almost like a freeze frame. And, and I kept unpausing it, pausing it, unpausing it, and not realizing it, because <laughs> the movie wouldn't move for a good, I'd say, five full minutes. It was, um, I don't know if it's five, but it's, it, was a it long, seems like a It's long one of those time. things where it feels like five because it, it it's again really you're not tense. ready you're not ready to sit and watch and a movie. even even when movement happens again it's, it's very sparse subtle and, very uh, subtle uh, yes yeah, so this movie if you if you like watching pleasant things don't and if watch you like this feeling film. good after you come out of a movie do not watch this movie this I I, I have a, I have a hard time with this film specifically because I don't know how to react to it on on a critical level if you are a passive fan of movies this is not for you no not at all if you are a person who loves clever cinematography um with very unique and very bizarre choices in that for example one of the characters and 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 it's just the one is constantly breaking the fourth yep. wall. Yeah. He, he at one point he says to the family as I'm sit down, yeah, sitting on the couch, and he goes, "We're going to play a game. I bet you that that you won't be alive come morning." And then he looks directly in the camera and says, "What about you? You're rooting for them, aren't you?" Yeah. And he does stuff like that like yeah, five well, or six it's times. A, it's, it's an interesting thing again, going back to the weird like philosophical undertone it, the games that he's playing are not just with this family they're with right. you yes. the audience yeah yes. yeah because you the audience are involved in the game he's constantly challenging the audience mm-hmm. and kind of giving looks to the audience of triumph like ha you thought this was going to work out how you right. wanted i'm not going to let it yep. right and there's exactly there's... like down to, i don't want to ruin that one scene because well, we come might, out of we nowhere. Might, i mean we i mean do we want to do like a like a a, a spoiler part and then talk a little bit more sure i don't even know how, i mean like we i feel like the people that would want to watch this movie have probably already seen it <laughs> like at this point at this point i can i can say if, if, if you're listening to it like normally i would put in a uh a, a time like hey skip to blank but honestly all we're going to talk about is spoilers for the rest of this episode so you might as well just go watch it if you're interested yeah. in it and then come back and again, to the rest of the discussion again if you're someone that does that has ever has ever seen any movie and it affected you so much, like that it, that it wasn't like you know a Serbian film or something at like oh, that level. God. But any any mo- any regular movie that is just pretty bleak or whatever, and yeah. you came out of it just being like, I don't ever want to watch that again. I don't ever want to watch anything like that again. Like this don't watch this movie. Like similar to The Road. Same. Yeah, yeah. It's the not, Road. Nothing similar, but. Similar tone. feel. When like, you're like done, it, you it wasn't even wanna... an, it wasn't even enough for you to be like, well, that was something to think about. Right. 
Because that's what you're going to get out of this When you walked movie. out of that and you thought, well, there, that's the death of happiness. Yeah. <laughs> so, Don't watch this movie. Yeah, and, that, and that's part of the reason I'm struggling with this film is who do I recommend it to? And I would recommend it to people like us who really right. love, especially if, if you're into foreign cinema uh, and you're into films that kind of push the boundary of what the, the, the medium can be, yeah. this film's for you. If you were like, hey, I want to be the type, I want to watch the type of movie that I can watch over and over and over again and this is not or that I wanna movie. Have a, I want to have a good time. Yeah, I want to turn this sword. on and just veg out and relax. <laughs> this is not a movie for you. So it is. It is like probably one of the most frustrating at times films because oh, yeah. because the, the they're lit they're they're just playing games with these people, just really just relentless, and it's like like the 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 the, the first scene. Like before the the husband comes in and 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 it's just the two of them, like kind the of mother giving the mother the a one, hard time. What is it? It's Paul and what's the other one's name? Uh, P- Peter and Paul. Yeah, yeah it Peter was Peter Paul. who was talking with the mother. Yes, and and they're just oh my god! It's like you you're like like your skin is crawling in this scene because they just keep like going and going, and it's one of those times where it's like if you've ever been around someone where. You know, like they start getting annoying, and then they're like relentless, and they don't stop. And you just like want to get a word in where you're just like, just stop for two seconds. Just let me compose myself. And they just don't like, and they're always like playing off whatever you say. They have something to respond to, and then they just kind, whoa, what's what's the matter? Why are you, you know, like she tries to kick them out of the house once things get weird, and they're like, whoa, what are you doing? Why are you being so mean to us? Right. And they're like questioning everything, and she's like at wit's end, and it's like not even like you know, a half hour into the movie, like 20, you know, 15 minutes into the movie and you're like frustrated. And then, you know, there's a little bit of a break, but you're just like, Oh my gosh. And then it immediately ramps up from there to like violence. The (laughs) crazy thing about Peter and Paul. Well, one of the crazy things about them is that unlike movies like this, where you can at least latch on to the idea that this is some great evil that's been caused by like, you know, they had awful childhoods and that right. caused them to become sadistic right. or they have like a vendetta against like, I don't know, rich people or whatever. They they flaunt at the idea that there's any reason that they're doing this. Yeah, at absolutely. one point, Peter starts or Paul starts jokingly like making up a backstory for Peter. Like, oh, his mother, you know, he, he has sex with his mother and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, or do you want me to say this right. about him? Maybe right. this is yeah. what happened. <laughs> yeah. and, and Peter's uh, uh, sort of, or Paul's sort of going along with this, just like cry, like fake crying or whatever. I'm tr- and and it, it lends you to the idea that, like, they are purposefully telling you there's no reason why we're doing this. Right. We are right. just here. We are a force in this in this setting, and we are just here to make these people's lives miserable. And then, you know, and end the, up. the 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 bookends of this film are them getting to the vacation house where they pass the neighbors that they hang out with all the time next door to their vacation house, like these other family that has that vacation house next to theirs, and they they see them in the yard with the two boys, with Peter and Paul, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, hey!" and they kind of act weird. And then whatever. So the implication is they just got done with them. And right. the end of this film, they are at, at another couple of people that they introduce like, a little bit into the movie, you know, that they like disappear like and go to their vacation home. And then at the end of the movie is them going to that house. And it's just like 
the the implication of just them hopping from vacation home to vacation home. See just now that terrorizing and destroying families. That that like, that concept. I'm trying to. See, that's what I'm, I'm sitting here typing away, trying to figure out. There was a there was an American horror film that had come out. Uh, I want to say like five or six years ago. I can't for the life of me remember what it's called. But the concept was it was this this family in a very secluded area, um, and they start. Like a, a group of masked people start terrorizing them. Um, oh, I know you're talking about. It, uh, I got yeah, like, like, like the, the climax is the 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 sole survivor. The the woman is standing there, and all she can get is like a paring knife, and she like holds the paring knife out shakingly, and then like they got to get like one of the masked guys pulls out like a, the, the a strangers? buck knife. The strangers. That's it. That's it. The strangers. And at the end of that movie. They're leaving the the house, um, and they meet like um, some some like Jehovah's Witnesses that are handing out tracts. And she asks the girl asks for one, and they jump in a truck. And you hear her go, "Don't worry, it'll be easier next time." Um, and that's what kind of what I got with this movie, except it wasn't like at the very end when he just looks into the camera and just kind of winks, and it's like <laughs> they, they, it's not that it's going to get any easier; it's just going to get more fun for them. Like they've been doing the like, they're seasoned veterans of this. Um, now this movie does make, uh, a lot of, like I said, just bizarre choices specifically, and I'm assuming if you're still listening to this and you've seen the film, um, the, uh, remote control scene. That was one thing, like I said, my, my one film, film going buddy who had seen the, the 2007 version. They they have that in there. Complained about that endlessly because he just hated that idea that like, and because it didn't make any sense to him and he just really didn't like it. I mean, if you didn't like that he... I mean, before the remote control scene, he's probably broken the fourth wall maybe three times. Three times, yeah. yeah. Like, he looks at the camera once, just knowingly. Then he, before then the, he actually... Before the dog. Right, then he actually... And, and can like, I say, can there be a horror film where the dog fucking makes it? <laughs> and, that's, and that's a serious dog. Like, I was like... Oh shit! This family's not gonna get hurt. They got a big. They ass got a German big. Shepherd. Yeah, they got a big German old German shepherd. shepherd. That barks nope. at everybody. I'm like, this dog will kick some ass. And then nope. It's like, First Whoa. one to go. Yeah. Surprisingly Same thing easy in the conjuring. To kill an animal Same thing in the conjuring. <laughs> First death in the conjuring was the yep. fucking collie. It's like, yep. can a dog make it? For God's sake. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, I want to. I want to ha- have a horror movie start out, and there's a dog there, and then it just like attacks the the the, the bad guy, and then it's over, and then it's like, okay. Hey guys. No, I just I just want one where the dog just like maybe the dog's a dick. Maybe the dog doesn't actually save the family. He's or like, they yeah, just no. runs away. The dog's like he looks at what he's up against. He's like, yeah, to hell with that. I'm out. That's that's like one that. way in, in which uh, George R. R. Martin actually has you know a sense of tact. You know his animals when everything horrible is happening. At least he has the decency to let the pet. Oh. No, 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 he doesn't. No. He doesn't. Uh... <laughs> No, that's the what. Uh, that, that's probably the hardest part of every uh, every yeah, scene. Yeah, it's like, oh, hey, Martin's you know stuff. all these shitty things that I just did to your characters? Their dogs are dying too. <laughs> Suck it! It's like I'm gonna establish all these characters you like, and then I'm also gonna give them all a pet, a lovable, the, adorable, so that giant when each of them pet. die, it's a double death. <laughs> Suck so, it, reader <laughs> slash <no>. viewer. <laughs> the. Uh, but yeah, the, the the specifically the road control scene where yeah. where she makes a break for the gun, shoots Peter <laughs> yeah. in the chest, and then Paul grabs the remote. He starts looking for the remote. He's like, yeah, well, no, when it first no, happens. not that, not that. And then hits right. rewind. 
So that scene actually was pretty upsetting because I knew it was coming. Like I said, that was oh, spoiled. That was spoiled it, yeah. for me big time because that was what somebody like my buddy complained about the most. Um, I mean, it's cra- like when she does that for half a second, you're like, okay, good. This, finally, here we well, go again. But at again. the same time, if it would have happened that way, I would have been disappointed with the movie because yes. it's not a great movie. Like, it's not a great movie if the family somehow comes back and saves themselves. Then right. it's just a, a crappily made whatever. But because that plays out the way it does, it actually then is like, okay, this is interesting still somehow. Like, yeah. I'm still right. interested yeah. in watching this. And, I mean, I, I, I've come from movie watching experiences where where I don't need a movie to necessarily make perfect sense. I mean, I've seen right. David Cronenberg films. <laughs> I've I've seen Videodrome. Doesn't make any kind of sense. Still a great movie. Still pretty cool. Uh, I saw Lost Highway. It didn't make it. It made no sense yeah. at all. And this movie really isn't that confusing. No, it's there's not. A, no, it's not there's confusing. A, there, it's just there are right. there are choices that are confusing. I mean, essentially, you just have to look at it as there's one character in this movie that's like Deadpool. Like he right. is yeah, capable yeah. Exactly. of seeing yeah. outside of the movie. Exactly. Very true. And he, you know, again, he's not just torturing this family. He's torturing the viewer, which yep. is totally correct. Yep. Um, um, some of the some of the technical stuff I loved in well, this film. The, just a real quick tack onto that is that. One of the the um, you know one of the reviews I was reading about it was kind of that that what happens in this movie is you almost realize at the end that that they're sort of presenting Paul is that the guy who breaks the fourth wall I forget if it's Peter or I Paul, think I it's I think Peter actually Peter. Okay. so Peter so Peter keeps breaking the fourth wall and uh, that guy that character they almost present him as the protagonist that you're supposed to root for like by the end like if if you would have rooted for him like if you would have been a sadistic right enough person to be like yeah i hope that guy wins then you're gonna be so happy because he does right and like there's so many moments where that you think it's gonna change you know like the sun gets away then he has a gun then the gun's back here and it's loaded and then she, you know the woman grabs it then there's the knife. Yeah, the biggest that's red herring. That's such a great, the biggest red herring. Yeah, the in second I saw the knife seen. on, I'm like, well, that's a Chekhov's gun they, right there. Yeah. They set they set it up in the beginning of the movie. They uh, he asks for a knife, goes down, knowing and full gives well, it to his dad. no one that's watching is going to forget about it because they well, like, they even frame show it up. the knife they yeah. frame falling it up. into the boat. Yes, they frame it up. It falls in the boat. You're like, okay, that's going to mean something. Later, they frame up her seeing it. And then just the he guy just grabs like, and takes it. Hey, what are you it. doing? And then he just throws it in the water. And you're like, what? <laughs> Seriously? We waited the whole movie for her to stab, <laughs> get some redemption, yep, and yep. they just take it away like it's nothing. Like, <laughs> what would really happen? It's like there's two guys there. Yeah, right. You think like, she's going to be gonna, able to actually yeah. cut through her ropes? Like, that's the thing. In a lot of ways... It's the movie's realistic. The in movie's some ways. unrealistic in some ways, but right. it's also super realistic in that if these guys actually want to do stuff like... They're not going to let the family get away. No, if they've already no, killed one. No chance. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, my like, favorite. My favorite death then is the the mom. Yeah, just throw, yeah. he They're just like, like what time he is kicks it? her off. A little after eight. All right. Yeah. She still had an hour. Yeah. He just goes. Well. He just goes. Avita Zane. Yep. And yeah. just hurls her off the boat. So some of the some of the more technical stuff that I liked about this film, like I said, I really loved the complete lack of a soundtrack. Um, other than the intro and the the credits, no no music whatsoever. Oh, no, no. Uh, when the sun it ran away, 
he puts the he, he puts, puts the CD, CD on. That's right. Which I is, forgot about again, that. Naked which is again, Naked City. And you can see it's yeah. that C- the CD mm-hmm. says. It's like in the like yeah. the cutout letters yeah. that the CD had, and it's like just Naked City. And he just presses play, and so like the kid, it's like this scene where this kid is like has gotten away, and he's like sneaking through the neighbor's house. It's just like all dark. While this guy's kind of like, where are you? You know, See, like, that was another scene. That scene specifically where I was going to say the 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 use of lighting yeah. and the use of shadow in that where the kid's trying to hide mm-hmm. and run away from the guy. Yep. And it's that that scene is so fucking tense. And then all of a sudden he puts on. He makes what like, is that? <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, my God. but but interestingly enough, when he reveals himself. It's like an anticlimax. Yeah, like he's he just, just there at he a just door. Walks he just down, walks he's like, in, uh, in the doorway. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, there you are." Yeah, and then, and then the kid has the gun and he's like ready, and he goes, "You know, you have to cock the trigger." And the kid pulls the trigger back, like pull or pulls back the hammer. Yeah, and the guy's like, "Go ahead," and then it's like click because yeah. there's no bullets, <laughs> and the guy already knew that yeah. because he went to the house that they went from. Like right. they clearly already did a bunch of stuff in that house. The, so like, the, well, no, because the kid sees the dead body then. Yeah, of right, that, right. Of so that, of that, the girl. Exactly. The so interesting, like, interesting thing about this movie is that it's it's clearly not a not a horror film. Right. No. There's not a lot no. that's really scary about it. Even the awful people that are, you know, the the two guys that are doing all this stuff are not really scary. They're just awful. Yeah. Um, right, right, right. It's not really a thriller because there are it's tense. But I don't know. It's not, it's, uh, it's it's listed as a thriller. right. It's, it's tense, but it's weird. But it's not like something that's always out to be like you know, ooh, edge of your seat. It's right. mostly just awful things. It's it, it, I equate it more to like the first half of a Clockwork Orange. Yeah, it's yeah. just like yeah. some guys doing awful things. And yeah, it's tense because you're like, I don't want to see this happen. But it's not like a thriller tense right. where you're just being set up right. for crazy things. No, They're just yeah, sort of true. unfolding. I mean, and it's only tense. When you're watching it the very first time, yeah, right. like when the as soon as the movie's over, the tension f- from li- thinking back evaporates because you realize that it was all like they were never going to get away. Right. So like looking back on it, you're like, okay, well, like all of a sudden you don't like even rem- like y- you know it's weird because it's like mm. like the whole yeah, like, time it's you're so waiting obvious. for something. It's so right. obvious once <laughs> it's all said and done that it's not going to work out. Right. Like, it, it becomes so obvious once it's all done. Yeah. But again, it, it's playing. One of the things that I actually think is brilliant about this movie is that it insists that you're going to keep rooting for the characters. Yes. Like, Peter keeps pointing to you and saying, like, I know you want him to live. I, and and when so the kid, when the things. kid, you know, when the kid mm-hmm. dies, he says, like, oh, you can't do that. Yeah, you can't that kill That takes away kid. the tension. Right. That right, you have to yeah. leave the kid for yeah. last. When the kid, or uh, one of the last people. When he, when he dies, that's, like, one of the most realistic scenes ever because the, the both parents are, like, like, because the guys just walk out, so there's just silence. See like, you. Have a good said. evening. And then, yeah. and then they're there, and then like the mom turns off this blaring TV, which is like playing the most annoying thing ever, which is like a race, yeah, like a, like a rally race, yeah. So it's just like nah, rah, rah, like in in Austrian, and then just like and like there's just this buzzing in her, you know. So she gets the TV off, she goes to the husband. And they're just like mourn their son, like right. It, right on camera, one shot, like it doesn't even cut, and you're like, "Holy crap, this is really, really ridiculous." And it, yeah, and it's again pointing the idea that this movie is all of the bad, like actual repercussions of like a violent movie that a violent movie usually doesn't 
Oh, they never harp yeah. on. <laughs> right. But it's just and, and instead of getting the actual violence and the satisfaction of at least being like, oh, whoa, that's crazy. It's just like, OK, we're going to cut away and then we're not going to come back to what actually happens when someone dies. And yeah. it's just it's brutal. It this is. is one of the, this is one of the more like emotionally brutal movies that I've seen, just because it has no satisfaction. Yeah, like there's very little satisfaction other than like the actual concept of the movie, which is cool. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like the actual characters and your emotional investment, like there's no redemption. It's just, I mean, and it's like looking back, you're like so many things are set up. Like she talks to the family, like they're they're friends on the phone and say come out mm-hmm. you should come out and right, so like yeah. there's this possibility they're coming out then after the they leave and the sun's dead and you're like this is horrible then it's like the phone works for half a second yep and then they're like oh if we get the hair dryer maybe, we they, try maybe it somebody off. will come and, maybe the police will come and, like yeah. you need to run out like you need you know like so you tell like because the the husband is hurt so he can't walk so the woman you know the mom goes out and he's at the at the house and he so he's like trying to get the phone working and it works for like half a second also sidebar how the hell does austria not have the equivalent of like a 911 cuz i yeah, remember that piece of dialogue of. where they're like what number should i call that is a thing that is an actual like like a lot of countries adopted that like begrudgingly later so that was one moment of satisfaction for me cuz i was like wouldn't be a problem here in america <laughs> bitch that's right 911 baby Call in all our ridiculous amounts of violent crime that we have. <laughs> Not yeah, a problem. Except, except the only problem is then they'd have to wait 45 minutes for a cop to show Yeah, yeah, you know. So, um, I'm just looking over my notes. Uh, I do, uh, <laughs> the last note I wrote, what the fuck? <laughs> Big <laughs> underline. Um... No, I, I I enjoyed this movie. I don't know that I would go back and rewatch it. It's not a rewatchable film. Yeah, I mean, I I wanted to prepare for it, so I put it on, but I I did like just kind of, you know, kept mm. clicking through it and just watching yeah. certain scenes, yeah. just to refresh. Because I, I I honestly was like, I don't want to watch this. Is but this <laughs> yeah. is definitely a film for, uh, like, film. I I no. Not to sound pretentious, this is for film lovers, not necessarily movie lovers. Yeah, because the movie, the movie watcher slash lover in me hated this movie. Oh yeah, because uh, it break. I mean, it, first off, it breaks all the rules that yeah. is set down in yeah, conventional yeah, filmmaking, and there. I mean, the, the you, you you don't root for the pro, uh, the protagonist; you're rooting for the antagonist the whole time. Uh, and, and begrudgingly, the, yeah, because begrudgingly. they're still competing against you, yeah. and you're yeah. like, I don't really want no, you to work there's, out. There's no, there's, really, the storyline is really basic. They kill been, a kid. Oh yeah, they, they kill a fucking they t- kid. They kill two kids. Um, yeah, but they, sh- though you're emotionally invested in the, in the one. one. Yep, and you they, can show they, a dead kid in a, like an R-rated movie as long as you haven't seen him interacting with characters, right? right. <laughs> and then you see him violent being you know, a kid. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, like I said, this this is definitely. So I mean, after I got done watching, I'm like, who am I going to recommend this to? No one. <laughs> um, no, there are a few. There yeah, are a yeah, few yeah. people who I feel would enjoy seeing it once. I yeah. Um, I found it interesting. I didn't yes. find it enjoyable, but I found it very. It interesting. It is very interesting. And, and so, because I found it interesting, part of me, the film viewer, whatever, the film critiquer does enjoy the movie in that respect. Yeah. But as far as like sitting down 
with the movie and being like, hey, I want to spend an hour and a half doing something. I'm, I'm just like, some popcorn, well, get everything some, sucks. Some, some soda. The, the one redeeming factor is it's like an hour and 40 yeah, minutes. It's, it's pretty short. Pretty short. Yeah, but yeah, it feels pretty long. It, it does, does feel, feel After really that scene long. with the sun, yep. it's, I'm, it's just like, I'm ready for this to be done. Yeah. And then it's like, nope, we got more <laughs> torturous things to happen. Oh, and they come back in the house and then the, oh, the husband's the worst. like, because you don't know. I mean, you kind of assume it, but she's like, she sees a car, and then they cut to the husband, and then you hear the door open, and you're like, oh, and then you just see a, a, a golf ball yeah. quietly roll into yep, the frame, yep. and you're like, oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> oh. Immediately after I was done with this movie, I sat for a little bit. I went on Wikipedia to read about it, and I was like, eh, okay, and then I was like, I'm going to watch How to Train Your Dragon again. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. Uh, I had the unfortunate thing of uh, when I saw it. I saw it a little later. So when it was done, it was like, "Ah, eh, shit! I gotta go to bed." I'm going yeah. directly to bed. I, I was so glad now. that this, I had like this... an hour left in my evening where I could at least watch part of How to Train Your Dragon. And I was like, "Oh, I feel better." <laughs> oh now. no, no! This I be so good. I totally, I totally went on. Can I has cheeseburger and yeah. like time to look up some cute kitty pics. Ah, yeah. that's that's the stuff. Yep. Oh, look at that! There's a baby sugar glider. Um, <laughs> Yep, yep, feeling like a little bit of hope. <laughs> this movie is remarkably, ridiculously dark. It's and I just dark. love, again, how it ends. It ends exactly the way it begins. Just he looks into the camera, kind of smiles and winks, and then... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yep, all right. <laughs> I had to turn it. This was the loudest <laughs> movie I've ever watched in just my house. The, just because of just the because sparse of that. soundtrack, yeah. Yeah, because it's sparse, so I'm like cranking it up, and then like it hits on the, the end. It is silent, and then it hits. I'm like, crap, I got to turn it. So I turn it down, and then I notice like normally when I watch movies at night, I keep it around like 17, you know, 15. Yeah. I had this down to five. <laughs> and it was still loud. And it was still like, damn, this is loud. <laughs> So there you go. Uh, let, let's uh, let's slap a rating on this oh, bad boy. Gosh, I don't, I don't know how. <laughs> I part I'm, of I'm me gonna, really I'm gonna still start. doesn't like it. I'm gonna like start it. on this one. I'm gonna give it uh, two out of three. Uh, again, these don't mean anything. They mean nothing. I keep track of them. <laughs> I have them all listed. I'm sure. In my I'm sure. I'm sure someday. I'm sure. I'm sure someday the the end of the critic uh, Wikipedia page, <laughs> which we totally need to set up, Parker, um, is going to have every rating we've ever done. What a so. awful painstaking task. Yep. Yep. Parker, get on that. That would be almost. <laughs> you have. You have. That would be almost as painful do. and heart wrenching as watching this watching movie. This film again. Um, which is almost as painful as heart wrenching as listening to this podcast. That's uh, true. <laughs> almost. Almost. Uh, <laughs> this podcast is occasionally almost as long too. So. Yeah, uh, we need to wrap this up. So. All right. I, I'm going to give it. I'm just going to go straight, almost straight down the middle, and I will give it uh, 18. Out of 37 counts to the age of 37 before something really bad happens. <laughs> uh, I was going to go with the uh, the the two two out of three bludgeon dogs. <laughs> that scene was hard, man. <laughs> Especially yeah. the way it falls oh, it out of the... It's like, it oh, out. God. As, as a big fan of animals in general... Can we also mention how uncomfortable the scene alive. is where they make the wife strip... 
and then they just make her put her clothes back well, on. No, no, no. But again, again, that camera. No, off camera. It, and there's it no was done. It was really disturbing, but it was done in the correct way. I compare it to the equally disturbing, but in very, very poor taste strip scene in Devil's Rejects. Mm, where yeah. they make her do the same damn thing, except it's all on camera, and Bill Mosley is like molesting her with a forty-five the whole See, time. But what it makes is so it's done in such such bad taste ah, yeah, compared well, to this film, which but, is all bad taste, and even that was handled better than some. But films. yeah, it, the, I, it, the, just the way they're talking about her, it and was everything. still incredibly and, uncomfortable. And you're not like you honestly get the sense that they're just doing this for the hell of it. Like they oh, don't yeah. they don't rape her. No, no, or anything like that. And they tell it probably would have her... been slightly less disturbing if they would have raped And they tell her right away, like, okay, Because then they're great. at least driven by something. Yes, but they they're have just some, doing some it. sort of well, whatever uh, rage or passion that maybe will... They just tell her, they just tell her flat out, like, okay, you can put your clothes back on. Yeah. No, it, like, and like the, I said... the fact that they even cover the, uh, the kid's eyes, because they're like, you're like, what? Like, do they care that he... The yeah. kid sees his mom naked? But like, like I said, this... And they're going to just shoot him like yeah. that. This uh, that even even that scene was handled better than some films who have tried to do it, and so, uh, but anyway, but yeah, that it, it's surprising. Like that is the the uh, movie poster for this is the kid with the pillowcase uh, over yeah. his head, and it's surprisingly like like it, just the certain moments are just extra shocking, even though they're terrorizing this family when he's just like taking the pillowcase off and then just like puts it over the kid's head. You're like, it's just. Very jarring because yeah, you're like, yeah. like they're just putting their hands on this kid and they're putting this pillowcase and they're, on him. They're and the kid is like trying to fight, but he's a kid. Yeah. He can't fight a grown person. And they act so polite throughout everything. The whole, the whole, There's never yeah. a time where they really raise their voice that much. Except when his friend dies and yeah. he rewinds. But that's just like a moment of just like whatever. Like, oh, no. like I got to fix this. Yeah. yeah. I, so. And I, I do have to say, I loved... All the references to Beavis and Butthead. Yes. That's like my favorite yes. part is that they're like, <laughs> like yeah. they just keep doing the laughs. <laughs> that was pretty cool. I like that. So, all right. Well, check it out if. It, <laughs> or, or not. Or, well, if you <laughs> made it this, At this far, point, you've, you've probably already seen, already it. seen it. Or, and you're yeah, either, or you you're don't either, care. You're either like, this film's exactly I'm sure what you... they're saying it is, or you stop listening because you're angry at us for yeah. suggesting <laughs> that you watch this film. Yeah. Again, yeah. r- keep in mind, this is the movie I suggested, Parker. So now you guys can leave me alone about being a part of this shitty podcast. <laughs> Thanks, Parker. <laughs> Your one contribution made everyone hate life. <laughs> Gee, uh, that was hey, fun. Parker, did you ever feel like recommending something? Sure. How about this movie? How about no, funny no, no, games? Whoa, 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 whoa. I said, funny. hey, let's get some I suggestions, know, and you were like, kick the door in on Facebook. I know. Funny I don't regret seeing it. No, neither is, do I. Uh, which is hard to saying, say. <laughs> saying a lot considering everything that happens in the movie. Yes. Um, but I don't regret seeing it, unlike a Serbian film, right. which truly is pointless. You yeah. dumbass. You guys, are, yeah. you guys are schmucks for seeing that film. Yeah, yeah I am. It's a dare. It's yeah. a dare movie. A movie that you see when you're like, I bet you can't make your own. I bet it's that. not that bad. Yeah. I mean, okay. how bad could it be? A little oh, a little uh, okay. uh, a little a little on the inside for some of our listeners. I love that when you guys did watch that and announced it, a couple of our friends were like, Oh, it wasn't that bad. I don't know what your problem is. <laughs> we're like, you guys are really just dead on the inside. Yeah. 
It's as or, close. Or you were on your smartphone the whole time. It's as close to a snuff film as you'll get without <laughs> actually being a snuff I film. Actually, because so. I, 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 I think the film I had set up after that was um, Hobo with a Shotgun. And I, I walked over to Parker and I said, hey, you ready to watch Hobo? And he's like, uh, the film we watched last night was a little too disturbing. I don't know if we can handle it. And I said, like, oh, do you want to watch Secret of Nim? He's like, even that's a little dark <laughs> yeah. now. We're up for, like, straight <laughs> up we end up vintage watching? Disney movies. We ended up watching Hobo with a Shotgun. Oh, wow. But uh, because I remember we were standing at work, and I was like, what film did you see? And you're like, a Serbian film? Like, you dumbass. <laughs> no wonder you guys yeah. feel horrible. <laughs> you couldn't pay me to see that film. Yeah. yeah, that is a movie I regret seeing. This movie, not so much. No, this film's great. So, well... Yeah, not great. <laughs> not great, but uh, it's worth it's worth seeing. Yeah, it's a movie. Sort of. It's so. a movie. All right. Well, let's uh, let's let's put this baby to bed. Uh, as always. Yeah. Oh God, Daddy! It's I, the podcast. It's the podcast. Chris. Uh, baby. It's talking to you. It's your baby. I think we're gonna have to. Sleep. <laughs> I love you. Uh, I yeah. uh, uh, plugs. Uh, Eric Tribute Podcast Network. Ninja versus podcast, Eric and Sarah's magical fun cast. And when are the uh, eventually uh, the the sticking in your hole yeah, uh, archives eventually. going up on there as well? So also as always, be sure to check out uh, Bobby Roberts' Geek Remix albums. Of course, that's the intro and outro. Uh, you can check them out at geekremix.com. dot yeah, Just save up a little bit. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> It will never die. <laughs> no, it will it, never it, be it, free. Uh, I'm gonna say. I'm just gonna say. Don't go there like on payday because you might spend more than you think you should. You know? I just feel kind of bad. Like I feel like you know, in Braveheart, like they're fighting for their freedom. I feel <laughs> like these remixes. They're Are doing you guys the doing same. this just to like frustrate <laughs> me? <laughs> I feel like they're fighting, fighting to be free. But yeah, I don't might. know. I don't think they ever they will want be. to. Yeah. I mean, Bobby, he's he's a taskmaster. Freedom. <laughs> of 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 he, course. He wants his, he wants his due. I mean, yeah. he, he deserves of, it. He worked really hard on him. Yep. Well, he does want his due, and that due is uh, recognition because they're totally free. <gasps> what villainous lies you always spread, Chris? <laughs> so check that out at keekremix.com. All right, I am incredibly tired. We need to get the hell out of here. <laughs> so, all right, until next time, I'm Chris Plump. I'm Merc Star Shopper. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>